Hello everyone, welcome to episode 53 of the Phoenix Experiment. Today I added more to my whiteboard and it was all about brand attributes. So moral brand attributes, emotional brand attributes, intellectual and physical brand attributes. Now these are things that I would like for my brand to represent and fortunately you know I'm in the beginning stages of uh, starting an organization and so I am able to kind of determine that up front rather than you know be you know midlife and think oh gosh what do we represent what do people think of when they interact with us and and I recognize also that you know this is this that doesn't mean that there won't come a, a time in, in, in midlife of a company or you know later in the life of a company that, that I wouldn't still be asking these questions even though I'm asking them now in the very beginning. But I do think that asking them now in the very beginning will definitely assist in the direction that my business takes and the, the way that I'm able to serve my to serve my, my, my people, my audience, my, my clients. So I, I think it's definitely worth thinking about now and considering now. And so I don't have all the answers. I just wrote down a couple ideas uh, for different things. So moral brand attributes. I want to make sure that each, each client, each customer uh, has a, a very personalized experience. So I want each customer to feel like they're the only customer. And uh, this is really important to me. And so I think one of the things that will help in this is keeping the business small, you know, making it a company of one so that I can give personalized attention uh, to some degree, you know, keep in mind also, you know, the one, one reason that I'm starting a business is so that I can create a lifestyle and that is going to mean that I free up some time so that I can spend more of it with my family and going to do things, you know, living my life, learning new things, like learning a new language, learning how to play the piano, uh, learning, you know, going skydiving, you know, whatever it is that I might want to do. Uh, having a business is there to create a lifestyle so that I'm able to do those things and not have to worry about, well, gosh, you know, I only have two weeks a year to, to, to pick something. I better pack it all in. You know, like that's just not living to me and I don't, I'm not there. So, so I want to start this business for a lifestyle, but also I really do want to serve people and I'm really excited about that, but I want to serve people in a way that makes them feel, feel loved and makes them feel like they matter. And so I want to give a personalized service and it doesn't have to be like super, you know, handholding, but I want to give each person attention, you know, the amount of attention that, that they need, because not everybody needs the same amount of attention. Some people need a lot of it and some people only need an occasional check-in, you know, and, and that lets them know that, that they are cared for, but that they still are kind of running the show. So one of my moral brand attributes is that 
each customer gets personalized, gets a personalized experience. And another moral brand attribute that I would like to, you know, ingrain into this business is to have as small of an environmental impact as possible. Now, this could mean so many different things in so many different ways and on so many different levels, you know, as, as time goes by. One of the ways that it, it could uh, manifest itself is by advertising only through digital mediums, you know, no paper advertisements, for instance. And that, uh, that I feel I could do. I feel I could definitely do word of mouth and digital and nothing else. Uh, and and I think that that also is in keeping with the idea of keeping the business a company of one. You know, I'm not trying to grow. I'm not trying to be the next Google or, you know, any. I'm not. I don't even really want employees, honestly. Maybe, maybe a like a virtual assistant, uh, and maybe one or two. I, th- I feel like two would be the max. Uh, I really want to keep this small because I don't want to get, I don't want things to get out of control. I don't, I don't want the business to become my life. I, w- I want to have the business so that I can live my life. And I want to be able to serve people so that they can create their own lives the way that I am doing right now. So those are the two that I'm thinking of now. And of course, as time goes by, I'll think of more, uh, uh, that more moral attributes that I want the company to embody. But those are two really important ones for me. And uh, let's see, another, the emotional brand attributes. And this one, this is how you connect. And this one, I feel like I might need to think it, think about it a little bit more, but this is what I have so far. So oh, when shopping, if you will, uh, I, I say shopping, but I don't, you're looking for a service. So if you're looking for a service, you, you're technically shopping for the service. I, I don't, I'm not going to have products per se. Uh, I think I will eventually have some products. I had, a, I had an idea for a product uh, yesterday that I, I really liked. And I need to think how, of what the best way to incorporate this product would be. But let me back up. So the emotional brand attributes would be when shopping, I want my clients to kind of feel anxious and unsure, but determined to find an answer. So like, that's what they're feeling while they're shopping. They're like, oh, I don't know. Gosh, you know, like I'm nervous about my future. I don't know what to do. I am determined to, to do something and to be successful, but I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get there. And that's what I want them to be feeling while they're shopping. So then after they, they buy from me, after they come into my world, I want my clients to feel excited and hopeful and energized, and I want them to have fun. So before me, there's some anxiety, there's some uncertainty, uh, and then after me or during their experience with me, there's some excitement, there's hope, there's, there's energy, and they're having a good time. And they're, they are creating their own lives and I'm helping them do that. And I, that's the, the emotional brand attributes that I would like to embody in my business. Intellectual brand attributes, you know, those are, what is it that you do better than your, your peers or your, um, 
your competitors, not peers, your competitors. And I actually, again, all of these, like I said, are fresh and I, I need to do more research on each of them probably, uh, not necessarily today or tomorrow, but just over time because I think that these things will update and in, in, as everything is integrated, I'll see more and uh, I'll be able to add more to the list. But what we do is we prepare you for civilian life while you're on active duty so that you can feel confident that you will do very well when the time comes for you to transition. That's what we do differently. We prepare you while you're on active duty, whereas a lot of my competitors, and I can't even, I wouldn't even want to call them competitors because we're all, we all have the same goals. We all want to help you know, veterans and, and active duty military members. So we all want to do the same thing. So they're not really competitors technically. Um, in that sense, I think we're really collaborators more than competitors. And so I'd like to work with veteran organizations because again, I think we have the same goals. And But the veteran organizations would technically be my competitors. And uh, so I do this differently because I focus on people that are active duty and are not necessarily transitioning yet but of course everybody is going to get out of the military every single person it doesn't matter if you stay in for four years or 24 years eventually you will become a civilian and because of that you know there's there's while you're in it's really important to prepare to get out even if that doesn't happen for 24 years it's really important to develop the mindset and to develop the strategies necessary so that when it is time to get out you're ready you're not scrambling most people scramble and it's not their fault it's not it's nobody's fault it's like we don't know what we don't know and that's where i come in that's what i want to help with i know what you don't know because i've been there I, I understand, I understand the, the anxieties and I understand the, the fears and I understand the time constraints even, uh, and that's okay. That's why I'm here. That's, I'm going to come in and, and make sure that you're taken care of. So that would be the intellectual brand attributes. And then there is the physical brand attributes and these are to me like so this is how you're seen so i'm thinking you know location so what are my offices look like but i'm not really going to have an office per se like i'm not going to conduct business with somebody out of my home office i will over the phone and via you know the internet but i'm not going to invite somebody to my house if we're going to do business we're going to do it somewhere in public so the physical brand attributes I guess that would determine and I don't even know exactly how often I would be meeting somebody in public to work with them so I suppose it doesn't have to be the same place but as long as I have uh, the, the right idea so th the same type of place so let's say I wanted to go to a local coffee shop like a little mom and pops coffee shop like Urban Bean which is a great little coffee shop if you're not aware of it. It's fantastic. Look it up. It's they have delicious food, great drinks, and and I would definitely they even have a live music. There's a man playing the piano at a coffee shop. It's it's fantastic. I love it. Urban Bean is fantastic. But so I could 
take a person there and that would be part of the physical brand attributes is what place do we meet clients to work with them you know what is the location that we're bringing them to what's the atmosphere like there uh, what feelings do they get from being in the place is it open is it welcoming is you know what are those brand attributes and then of course any products that i might have and i don't have any products yet but i do have some ideas and one of them that i was thinking of the other day that i really am kind of excited about is to have uh, a deck of cards not like playing cards but like uh, challenge cards so you have these challenge cards and they but I'm, I'm not sure how I would want to use them and that's where I'm getting caught up do we have the challenge cards like I, I want to make a game out of it it's got to be something fun because this should be fun this is this is a good time you know when you're thinking about what to do when you get out of the military this that should be a fun time an exciting experience and I want to make it fun so I have these challenge cards I don't know how I want to use them yet but I, that would be one product. And so the physical brand attributes there. And of course, you know, the logo and how it all looks and all of that is not important to me right now. And that will come later. Totally not concerned about it. Um, not even interested in pursuing looking into that just yet. Uh, I don't even have a name nailed down. So I'm not gonna worry about that. But I got all those things down, so that was good. And I'm still trying to integrate constant contact with ClickFunnels and it is not working and it's very frustrating. It's been like a week that I've been trying to do this. So that is frustrating. I didn't try again today. Uh, I didn't have the opportunity yet. Uh, we'll see. But I'm glad, like my board is looking good. I've got my, my OKRs going, I'm loving it. And I've got all these little sticky notes on my whiteboard and and I feel like I am taking action every day and it's small. I'm not moving very much, but I, st I feel like I'm still moving the needle, even though it's not a lot. So the other thing I did today was Facebook. I updated my profile and I updated it and you know, I updated my interests and, and all those things, things that I hadn't done before. So I'm updating that because again, I want to have a Facebook group and I, I also want to advertise my business on Facebook. I want that to be like my business page is my profile. I want to engage with people on a, on a personal basis, but also a professional basis via Facebook. So I updated my profile today and I still have more work to do, but I, 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 I think I made good progress today. And again, it was small incremental progress, but I'm going to take every little step forward as a positive thing. So today was positive. We did move the needle and again, tiny, tiny steps, but you take those tiny, tiny steps often enough and they're going to, next thing I know this time next year, life will be so different. It'll be such a huge thing because of all the tiny little steps. So I am not going to get discouraged by tiny steps. I'm going to take every tiny step I can and we're going to go from there. And I have, I wanted to read you something uh, that I read earlier today and I really loved it. And I want to leave you with this. So it's in the book, uh, Measure What Matters by John Doerr about the OKRs. And it says that... The philosopher and educator John Dewey went a step further. 
He said, We do not learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. Mm, think of that. I really love that because it's. You don't have to have the experiences yourself to learn from them. Because you don't have, in order to reflect on an experience, it doesn't have to be your experience. You can learn from other people's experience because you can reflect on their experience. When you know what their experience is, you can reflect on that. Now, are you going to reflect as deeply necessarily as the person who had the experience? Probably not. But you can still reflect on that experience and you can think about what happened and why it happened, how it happened, uh, what triggered it, uh, what could have been done differently. Was it uh, worthy experience? Was it, was it not? Is it something we want to do again? Is it something we want to recreate? Is it something we want to avoid? You can do that with other people's experience. And it's so crucial that you do. Because if you try to experience everything, like if you have a goal and you think you need to be the one to experience everything, you may never make it because you're, you're trying to reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent the wheel. Most likely, if there's something you want to do in this life, somebody else has already done it. There's a pretty good chance of that. There's very few things, I think, at this point that that somebody hasn't done, you know, unless it's like the next big thing, you know, when, when Google came about. No, actually, that's not even true. Because when Google came about, when they were discovered and, and created, is not discovered, but created, there were already search engines out there. Google didn't create the search engine. Google just made it better. So these novel ideas aren't necessarily novel. And so anything that you might want to do has probably already been done by somebody else. So just find out who that person is, see what they did right, and model that. Reflect on their experience, on on the mistakes that they made so that you don't have to make them too. I think I love that, you know, and that's one one reason I love to read, because when I read books, oh my gosh, I can be, I can be anybody I want to be in a book. I, I can, you know, read uh, autobiographies, memoirs, uh, or biographies, or I can read just philosophy and spirituality. You know, I I gain so much from all of these things. I absorb everything and. As much as I can, and I reflect on the things that I read, which are other people's experiences. I'm reflecting on the words that they're saying, and I'm reflecting on the experiences that they've had, and I am able to adjust my life and my goals and my settings based on their experiences so that I don't have to go through the same thing. I don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. And that's such a blessing to not have to reinvent the wheel, to be able to look at somebody else and be like, you know what, you're doing what I want to do. So I'm just going to follow along and I'm just going to paint by numbers what you've already done. And why not? There's nothing to be ashamed of in that. Oh my gosh. Because you know what it is? It's action. Once again, it all comes back to taking action. If you want to accomplish something, action is the key. It's execution. It, it, 
It literally, it doesn't matter what you know. It's what you do. And so, so many people know the answer. So many people know what they should do. So many people know what would change their situation. But they're not taking action regarding that knowledge. And therefore, their situation doesn't change. And I'm sure you've had this experience yourself. Where you know the answer. You know what to do. You're just not going to do it. Maybe it's because you're feeling lazy. Maybe it's because, you know, you're just procrastinating. And of course, there are underlying reasons for all of that. When you're feeling lazy or you're procrastinating, that's a mindset thing. A lot of it is a mindset thing. Mindset is so important. It's so big. And it's something, mindset is a muscle that you have to work every day of your life, every day for the rest of your life. Like you will never make it like you're never gonna make like okay i have a great mindset and then that's it and then you can move on to something else no mindset is constant it is constant it doesn't end and why should just it's the same as going to the gym you know if you you want to work out and you want to get some bigger biceps you gotta go work out but once you stop working out okay those bigger biceps are going to be there for a little while but eventually they're going to go away and the same thing is with mindset if you don't use it if you don't exercise that muscle that mindset muscle every day you're going to lose it just like if you don't exercise your biceps every day or every week you know just regularly you're going to lose them you're going to lose that muscle you're going to lose the function in that muscle so and then you'll have to start all over again and nobody wants to do that. So just keep it going. Keep it go- every single day, incremental steps, little baby steps. It's okay. A step is still a step. Moving forward is still moving forward, even if it's at a snail's pace. Well, I feel like I have chatted with you for quite some time now, <laughs> much longer than I anticipated. So I am going to let you go, but it has been a pleasure to share with you tonight, and I look forward to chatting with you tomorrow. Bye.